Hi everyone, welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel and I am back with another amazing story about New York City. And guys, there is just something in the air right now, and I can guarantee you it is not fall because you know I would not be reporting on that. But I have been so excited this past week. I don't know what's going on. I've been reading books about New York. I've been watching in just like that. I'm going to be honest with you guys, but it does it does give me those New York feelings. I don't know what you want me to say. And I've been out filming some amazing New York City content. New Yorkers never disappoint. And I have also been teaching myself how to edit YouTube videos. That's right. Your old gal is teaching herself some new tricks and if you're wondering why yes I can tell you now that they had fun will be premiering a YouTube channel I'm so excited about this I know I told you guys about the Patreon we've got the YouTube we're definitely keeping the podcast we're keeping all the social media but I just wanted to find a new way to bring you even more stuff about New York so that'll be longer form videos it'll be talking to more New Yorkers it's going to be everything you know and love but we will now be on YouTube. So stay tuned for some more on that and talking about giving you guys some recommendations on things I love. You see what I did there. I am now going to give you our Rachel's Rex for this week and I'm very excited about them because we're having a little bit of a fancy version. These are both a little, I don't know, a little high class, a little highbrow. And you guys might not know this, but all of my friends do. I love everything fancy. I love having a nice night out on the town. I mean, maybe that's no surprise. You probably, you probably guessed that by this point. But anyways, okay, the first one is going to be mine. Second will be yours, but they are both sort of in the nicer realm. Okay, so first up is mine, and that is Aqua V. Now, you have probably heard of this fabulous two-starred Michelin restaurant for their tasting menu, but what I am recommending is their cocktail tasting experience. That's right. So you can go to this fancy restaurant and sit at their bar and just do a cocktail tasting. It's brilliant. I love it. (laughs) It's so great. Okay. So I will tell you, you know, we're talking fancy price tags a little bit high on this one, but don't come at me. Okay. This is like for a special event, a birthday, a wedding anniversary, which is what mine happened to be. It was a gift for my husband. And I was looking for something for us to do that wasn't just like the standard fare of going out to dinner. And I realized this is similar, but it really is a different type of experience. So you get five hand-selected crafted cocktails. You sit at the bar, you get little tasting bites with each one. The bartender really like takes you on a journey and tells you about all of the drinks and walks you through them. And I will say, just in case you're wondering, you can kind of give like aversions that you have because I did let him know that if I had any whiff of whiskey, I was going to throw up on the bar um, because I have still jinxed myself since I was 18 years old having some whiskey. So he was very happy to accommodate that, but everything else was lovely. And of course, what do you think happened? You get to talking to the bartender, you get to talking to people at the bar who are having the same experience. You start chatting, you stay a little longer, you might get a little poor on the house, you might get a podcast guest out of it, so stay tuned for that. It is just such an absolutely fun experience. I think it was supposed to go for about an hour and a half, maybe two, something like that. I think we wound up being there for like four hours. And at that point it was like, okay, we have got to go. We've got to get some pizza in our face. But if you are looking for something to do, if you love cocktails, if you don't just want to do, you know, the old regular dinner, which can be great sometimes, but if you want something outside of that and you want to dress up into your nicest clothes, go to Aqua V on East 55th street, right in the heart of Midtown. You know, you guys love it. Okay, let's get into our second one. Now, you guys asked this week for a nice happy hour, and I totally know what you mean because I feel the same way. I may have entered 
a certain age where I cannot do the beer shot combo thing anymore. And that is nothing against a beer shot combo, but you know, sometimes you just want to have a nice glass of wine or sit at a nice bar and you don't often find happy hours at those. However, here we are again, guys. Who would have ever expected it so soon? I'm coming out with my terrible French accent for everyone to make fun of me. Le Crocodile in the White Hotel, there you have it, is now offering an apéro hour. And so you can go from Monday through Friday, 5 to 7, and you can sit at their beautiful bar and you can get a lovely glass of wine and some little snacks to nibble on. Now I'm going to be completely honest with you guys because I have to be. I have not actually gone for said happy hour yet, but I do plan on going and I have been to their bar and had their food and eaten in the restaurant and had their drinks, just not all between the hours of five and seven during this happy hour. But you, you get it. It's wonderful. It's lovely. If you're looking to have some drinks outside of just, you know, a dark bar with, you know, $4 beer specials, go check out La Crocodile, okay, however you want to say it. You know, this is the area that my friends are calling the new LA, which I just think is so hilarious. But whatever, no hate on them. Like, it's a good part of town if you're looking to do certain things and they have a nice hotel. So go sit at the bar if you want to do something a little bit fancy, but not break the bank. Okay, those are my Rachel's Rex. Go out there. I don't know. I like that both of them are fancy. Like, I hope this gets you guys into the idea of like, let's do something really nice this Saturday. And even though it is New York, you don't have to spend $300 doing something. You can go anywhere. So these are both options for you. I hope you guys are noticing that, but both still nice. Oh, and actually speaking of that, this is a perfect way for me to bring up our curated days. I hope you guys did not forget about them. So as you might remember, we do curated days for anyone who lives here, for anyone who is visiting. So how that works is you let us know your interests, your favorite foods, modes of transportation that you're comfortable with, all sorts of things like that. Maybe a new neighborhood you want to check out. And I will put together the perfect day in New York City catered just to you. So if you're constantly hearing these recommendations and thinking, well, I want to do that. I want to do that. Oh my God, Rachel always thinks of such good stuff. This is your way to do it. Now you can do anything. You could do a date night. You could have family in town and need to find a way to, you know, get them off of your hands. Uh, I did an engagement a few weeks ago. That's right. Someone trusted me with their engagement. Okay. So if I can do that, I can do anything for you. I would love to hear from you. I would love to plan one for you. So many things going on, guys. There's just always so many things to tell you. Okay, let's get into our show for today. I am very excited for you guys to hear this one. And what I like most about this one is even though he does a lot, as most New Yorkers, we always know, he asked for one title and one title only, and that is a creator in New York City, the best place in the world to do it. Please welcome to the show, Adrian Vasquez. Woo! <laughs> yes, thank you so much. This is fun. That was great. <laughs> the energy you bring is incredible. <laughs> well, that's very nice of you to say. People are always saying that about their intros, and I say the same thing every time. This is you. Like, this is your resume out that I'm just saying. This is what you do for a living. You do so many incredible things, and we can touch on a couple of them, you know, one of which is like your TikTok that's absolutely exploding, your Instagram that has incredible videos about you repurposing literal New York City trash into incredible furniture. And then obviously one of the coolest ones is you are the creative director for Sirhan. So that's Ryan Sirhan of Bravo fame. You do all of his videos. So what do you want to touch on as a man with so many hands and so, so many places? What can we talk about? So let's take it back to the very, very beginning. Okay. I was born. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I never wanted to make videos. Never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever. I only got into making videos because my son 
when uh, he was four years old, he wanted to have a YouTube channel. And that was so bizarre to me. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was very fortunate. My mom, she put me in front of opportunities to just try new things. And she did a really good job at basically letting me expand on those interests. And so I was like, I'm going to do the same thing. So I went out to YouTube University, learned how to make a video. I learned how to edit, how to film. And we, we made a kid's YouTube channel. And this was in 2015. We had a good time. I loved it. I was working at Verizon Wireless. I was in retail for seven years. I was like six years at the time. And I was just like, dude, this is so much more fun. And then we started getting like brands reaching out. And like, hey, could we pay you to promote this toy or whatever? And I'm like, what, what is going on? I had no idea that was like a thing. Brands were reaching out. We were like making money off of it. Nothing crazy, but just the fact that we made a couple of dollars off making YouTube videos, like that's crazy. Oh my God, yeah. We had a blast. It was super fun. Uh, me and his mom eventually split up. So we stopped making them as frequently as he did. And then like 2017 was like the weird time in my life where I'm like, I hate my job life's a little funky right now i gotta do something dramatic and i was like you know what i'm moving to new york oh so when you're doing these videos you didn't even live in new york this is somewhere else oh no no oh my gosh this is middle of nowhere california okay at the time i was i was really into this guy named gary vaynerchuk gary v i was like you know what i'm gonna I, he had posted a video basically saying like i don't care about like a college degree because i didn't go to college and I was like, you know what? This is my ticket in. Like, I love this video making thing. I want to work for this guy. So I was like, I, you know what? I'm going to move to New York. I'm going to do it. I was given a year to move to New York. Uh, my kids stayed back with their mom. So it was, a, it was a tricky time. In my head, I was like, you know what? I have one year to figure this out. I'm going to burn my boats. I have no friends, no family. I withdrew all little of my savings. I reached out to this random ass dude on Craigslist, wired him dumb money. What? I know. Everyone listening to this, don't do that. Don't do that. No, <laughs> amateur hour. I mean, I could have, that could have gone really sideways. <laughs> um, but it worked out. It worked out. I got there and I was just so hungry. I was so hungry. Was doing the whole work for free thing for as long as I could. Because again, I didn't go to school for this. I had a friend who I met through like Twitter and she's like, you need to meet this kid named Adam Hamway. And I'm like, okay, great. I met up with him and he was like, hey, we're about to start making vlogs with this guy named Ryan. You know who he is? I'm like, I have no, I have no idea. But I was so <laughs> eager to work for free. And the end goal is to work for Gary V. So he brings me on and I'm just creating like micro content. And I was making a little short form videos. And then he eventually left and then like it, it fell on my core. And then Ryan's basically like, hey, dude, I want you to work full time for me. He's like, you help me change my life. I'll change yours. And I was like, whoa, crazy thing happens. Three weeks after Ryan gives me a job offer, Gary's team reaches out and they're like, do you still want a job? And I'm like, oh no, this is, this is a great problem to have. <laughs> and I thought about it and I was like, oh my God, this is why I moved to New York City. Here it is. I see it right at the end of the tunnel. This is exactly what I want. Adrian, this is it. Say yes. And I talked to Ryan and Ryan's like, dude, you do what you want to do. Like you came here to to do one thing, but I promise you, if you stick around, I will make it worth your while. I was like, oh crap. Okay. So I was like, you know what? Let's do it. Burn my boats. Emailed uh, his guy. I was like, one, thank you for reaching out. This is literally everything I've wanted, but I'm going to have to respectfully decline. I trusted Ryan and we did it. I think we grew a pretty solid following. We grew his channel to a little over a million subscribers. That is insane. It's crazy. We're like five minutes in. I have like insane goosebumps. Like we, <laughs> we got to like anything really. And I'm just, it's like, you know what? To me, 
This is what I do, but it's the truth. It's like, that is such a New Yorker. No matter where you came from, that ability to just be like, I'm going to fucking do this and I'm going to do it yeah. the way that's right for me and to learn and to have that foresight to be like, I'm going to stick with this guy. It's just, and I know maybe for every story like that, there's one that doesn't work, but like, that's the type of person that's here is because they want to take those opportunities and those chances. It's very, very, very motivational and interesting and so, so, so New York. I mean, that's really my response to that is it's just awesome. No, I, I appreciate it. And part of the pressure was I didn't have my kids with me, right? I had a year to make something of myself, make it worth it. If I'm going to spend a year away from my children, I need to make every minute count. And it was that like metaphorical shotgun to the head. It's like, you're either going to do it or you just waste an entire year and kids grow quickly. So like a year is like a long time. And I've been very fortunate to like, they live, they live here now. The whole family's moved. The two kids, their mom lives, lives here now. And wow. All I can say is it really worked out for you. Like what a gamble that paid off. That's awesome. As I was saying, we aren't even into like the real questions of the show yet. So now, now I just start asking you like <laughs> the real questions of the show. And we already have sort of touched on these a bit, but we're going to get into them. So I have to ask you the first question, which is always, when did you move to New York? I touched ground uh, January 8th of 2018. You're pretty recent. All of this success in a relative short amount of time. I love that you know the exact day. We already talked a bit about why did you move to New York. But to me, it's always interesting. I understand the drive, the desire. But like you said, you're from California. Like what brought you here rather than like LA seems a pretty obvious choice, especially for content creators. I, I think that's what it was because it was an obvious choice. I'm like, let's not go that route. Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit of an extremist i'm gonna do it in a way where like it's fight or flight if i'm in la i have family there so like it's still a little bit of a crutch right? yeah new york i didn't really explore much and i'm like if i'm if there's gonna be a place where i'm gonna like find myself and just truly be uncomfortable for like the betterment of like my future new york is the spot there's so many new yorkers that are like that that are like yeah la could have been easy chicago might have been you know the first thought but like that's not what i want to do i really want to try something harder. I don't know. It's what makes us all nuts, honestly. No, totally. And I just like, and it's like the cliche, like if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. And it's, and it's so true. Like it is, yeah. New York is what you make it. <laughs> well, considering that you have moved here and made it and accomplished so much in so little time, uh, make the rest of us feel like shit. I have to ask you the most important oh question gosh. of the show. And that is, Adrian, what is the most fun you've ever had in New York City? So, because of my job, I, I've been able to meet some super, like some interesting people, and they only know me as like Ryan Serhant's guy. Uh, so there's a guy named Logan Paul, right? People know the internet knows who he is. Yes. But his friend Mike Malak was this up and coming influencer, and I had met him maybe a couple months before because he wanted to see an apartment, and Ryan didn't have time to show him, so I showed him. So that's where like it was like a really like quick interaction. I showed him the apartment. We spoke for maybe like. 30 minutes now is it doesn't know who I am at this point. But we had each other's phone number because we were texting the meetup. Maybe three, four months later, he posts on Instagram that he's in New York City. And my friend Joe had just gotten this really nice apartment. And <laughs> I texted Mike Malak. I was like, hey, dude, if you're free, my friend and I are throwing a massive party if you want to come. Didn't think he was going to respond. I was literally laying in my bed at night, scrolling through Instagram. And he texts me back. And this is like maybe 830. And he's like, 
yeah, dude, where's it at and what time? And I'm like, oh, fuck. Wait, so there was no actual. No, oh, no, no, no party, no party, no party. <laughs> Joe was out, out to dinner at this point. And I'm like, crap, now I got to finesse something. So I quickly, I call Joe. And I'm like, Joe, where are you at? And he goes, dude, I'm at dinner with my with my family and some friends. I'm like, what are the odds we can get a Mike Malek? He knew who Mike was. What are the odds we can throw a party, like just get a bunch of people, just scramble them together, just throw them in your apartment within like the next 45 minutes. <laughs> and he's like, that sounds fucking crazy, but let's try it. Yeah. but and, and so I was like, all right, perfect. So I'm over here. I'm like, yeah, dude, we're meeting up at uh, the building. It's called One Manhattan Square. I was like, the building One Manhattan Square, come through. We're just getting a bunch of like, we're out getting drinks and stuff, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um wait where is one manhattan square what part of town is that it's right off the east broadway stop it's like in the lower east side it's that building that looks like a jewel i don't know that building but i love having a friend like that in your corner oh 100 that's like the person that you want to be uh that's crazy but i think we can make it happen <laughs> and his apartment's beautiful that's why i was like it was like the perfect setting yes so i'm like dude let's get people so i'm jumping in an uber and this is like 9 30 and i didn't think mike would get there until late i'm getting there and mike texts me he's like hey on my way i'm with some <gasps> friends and i'm like <gasps> and i'm like joe where are you at i'm not there i was like joe where are you at he's like i'm just getting home and i'm like dude how many people do you have with you because he even asked me too he's like how many heads and i'm like i think i said there's like 20 of us and and he's like a lot of girls and i'm like obviously no girls <laughs> So I get there, I go up to Joe's apartment and there was like four of us. Oh no. And they're quickly just like picking up and like they thankfully had a good amount of alcohol and uh, Joe brings some of his friends up there and then Mike texts me. He's like, hey dude, downstairs. And I'm like, crap, there is maybe at this point seven people in Joe's apartment, but there was more to come apparently. Oh my God. So I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? So I go downstairs and Mike, he was there with like three other people, oh my God. one girl He's trying to impress her. So I felt horrible. When you go downstairs, are you like coming out and you're like, what's up, man? Uh, yeah, I played it cool. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. hey, dude. I was like, oh, what's up? How's t- blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, yeah, I just had dinner with the guys from like the Tao group or whatever. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, a lot of people left, but they're going to be coming back pretty soon. So like, it should be cool. <laughs> they're just around the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so we go upstairs and we walk in and there's like, nobody and it was awkward and then he made a comment like there's a lot of heads here huh and i'm like oh. i was like they're coming back they just left to go grab more drinks to coming back at some point closer to like 11 12 there was like a good 15 to 20 people but it was all dudes there was maybe three girls it was a complete sausage fest. he stayed he stayed i don't know why he <laughs> stayed thank god he was with this one girl because they entertained each other the whole time <laughs> he hasn't talked to me since <laughs> <laughs> and then last uh this was like three years ago ish maybe like a couple months ago i saw he was back in town he does like burger reviews i was like hey man been a while you should check up all cheval blah 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 left me on red <laughs> that was it we had a good time we had like a good photo together it was fun because like it was the chaos dude there's like this like celebrity dude coming and like i'm gonna f- make it happen and I technically made it happen, but it was very like held together with duct tape. No, I love it. I think it plays even more so into your story from the beginning of just being like, I'm just going to try and do this and see what happens. And it sounds like 
sort of, it worked out. Like you got to spend time with him. Like you showed him pretty much a good time in New York City. But it also is just that feeling of when you're like young and just being like, what do I have to lose? And even if it doesn't all work out, it's still a blast because I'm with my friends and we're just having a good time. I think it's very funny. Like the confidence that I had, I was like, yeah, dude, (laughs) come down. We'll make it happen. I think this is the theme of your life is the confidence. And like people should learn from this. This is something we talk about on the show all the time. Just say yes. You went one step ahead of just say yes, which is like, just make up something for someone to say yes to. But even that is a learning lesson of just have the confidence. You never know. You might wind up having a lot of fun. You know what it is? I think the secret sauce to my success or just anything, whatever you want to call it, is delusional optimism. <laughs> that's I I think that's what it is. However crazy it is, I believe that like I can do it. What is wrong with that? And why are we even calling it delusional optimism? Like oh, you're just good at what you do and you're confident. We don't have to call it delusional optimism. Like, you're good. <laughs> you excel at what you do. Thank you. That's very nice of you. No, it's the truth. I'm sick of all these people, myself included, who are constantly questioning ourselves when the fact of the matter is you're just great at what you do. There's no delusion inside of any of that. The only delusion is a party that never was actually (laughs) happening. But it's a great story. It's very fun. It's a specific time of just being like, fuck it, I'm going to make this happen. It's being young in New York. It's throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. Yeah. And now I have to ask you my last and final question of the show. And that is, what is your favorite thing about New York? For me, it's, it's so cliche. It's the energy. But it really is. It's like, I get homesick going back home to California. Yes. I need the chaos. I need the fast pace. I'll go home to California and I'm like, I hate my life. I'm like, it's so slow here. What's going on? (laughs) I'm not hearing 37 different sounds at one time. Like that's chaotic to me. Not hearing that chaos (laughs) with that type of energy brings that type of people. So it's, it's, crazy creatives too that are here and just making it happen and the idea that people who are here and who are making it are people who've like fought for it for the most part and are just just as crazy as i am i love it it is what brings many of us here and keeps many of us here and i am so glad that it pulled you into this city and that you love it so much (laughs) and that you're having so much fun here and doing so many incredible things thank you so much for being on the show for telling that incredible story it was so great talking to you likewise this is awesome thank you so much (laughs) for having me on of course most importantly thanks new york they had fun 